Baruch Hashem, as uh, I hope you all know, that I have so much to be thankful for. Yesterday we celebrated the engagement and the l'chaim of our oldest daughter, Mushki, to Dov Yehuda Steinmetz. Um, and what should I say? Hoidul Hashem Kitov Elam Chaste. We thank Hashem every day for all of the small gifts or every gift of every moment of life. And how much more so when we're... Um, when we have the zechus, the merit to be beneficiaries of the great gifts of Hashem and the great simchas that Hashem gifts us with, there's so much to be thankful for and we daven to be the proper vessels to be the recipients of Hashem's bracha and to accomplish what we are supposed to in return. Um, instead of a typical Dvar Torah, let me share with you a personal Pesach story that I find to be very special and very inspiring. It was five years ago, um, sometime before Pesach, that in Illinois we had the passing of the head shaliach to the state of Illinois, Rabbi Daniel Moskowitz of blessed memory. And then a, a month later there was the Shloshim gathering, um, commemorating 30 days since his passing. And there was a whole gathering, many, many people came. And at the end of the gathering, they distributed boxes of Shmura Matzah, special handmade Shmura Matzah for Pesach with the request that anyone who's there should take matzahs and to pass them out and to share them with people that might otherwise not have shmura matzah of their own for the Pesach Seder. Um, we know that was one of the Rebbe's initiatives, just like in general, the Rebbe would encourage sharing all mitzvahs with other fellow Jews, whatever mitzvah that we have, that we have the ability to do, to uh, not only think about ourselves, but to share that and the ability to do that with another Jew. And especially when it comes to Shmura Matzah, which is such a special mitzvah and has so much uh, spiritual meaning and power, the Rebbe encouraged many times that before Pesach to make a point of it, to try to share some Shmura Matzah with another Jew so that they may have it for their Pesach Seder as well. So at this event, at the end of the event, they passed out these boxes of Shmura Matzah and asked that everyone take some and share them with a Jew that they might know or they might meet in honor and in memory of Rabbi Moskowitz. Sitting by that event, my daughter Esti, who was a teenager in high school at the time, was very inspired and she was thinking, who can she take matzah for? And she remembered her piano teacher, who was Jewish, and might not have Shmura Matzah on her own. So Esti took a box of Shmura Matzah with that express purpose of sharing it with her piano teacher. Um... And as many times, we make a good decision, and somehow it ended up on a back shelf. And a couple days later, we were getting into the car to head out for our annual trip to New York for Pesach. And we had the minivan all packed up, and all the kids were in the car. And we were pulling out of the driveway. It was 4 a.m. And as we're pulling out of the driveway, Esther remembers, my shmura matzah, my matzah for my piano teacher. But at that time, at 4 a.m., I did not think it was appropriate to visit her piano teacher. And we didn't know what to do. So I told Esti, I said, listen, I will arrange that she will, your teacher will receive matzah. There's no question, we'll take care of that. On the other hand, this matzah that you have must be that it is earmarked for someone else. Hashem must have a different plan for this matzah. And our challenge is, and our mission is to find the Jew who is going to benefit from this matzah in honor of Rabbi Moskowitz. So Esti gladly accepted the challenge and we set off on our 15-hour journey to New York and we went from state to state. We went from Illinois to Indiana to Ohio to Pennsylvania. And every time we got off in a rest stop or in a rest area or any type of stop, Esti left the car with her matzah looking for a Jew who perhaps she could offer the matzah to. Um, but unsuccessfully. 
and the trip was winding down and we had already entered into New Jersey, which is really the final stretch of the trip, the last hour, hour and a half of the trip. By this time, um, anyone who's taken a road trip with an entire family of children and is 15 hours in the car knows what the feelings are like. We just want to get there. We want to get to our destination. But as we're an hour away from New York, one of the children declares that they must go to the bathroom and we cannot make it to New York without making another stop. So we did stop at a rest area in um, New Jersey. And as we're there, Esti pulls out her matzah or a box of matzah and goes out. She's on her mission. And there was a custodian who worked in that rest area and a very interesting looking type of fellow, um, very well tattooed, just um, clearly a challenged person. And Esti marches up to him and asks him if he's Jewish. And he says, yes, he definitely is. And I came out of the car and I started talking with him. And this is a person who suffered greatly throughout his life. He spent uh, years in prison challenged, difficult life, but very much Jewish, very proud of being Jewish. And I asked him if we'd put on tefillin, and he gladly did. We put on tefillin, and he said the Shema. And then we talked to him about matzah and Pesach, which he knew all about Pesach. And he said it's been years since he had a Pesach Seder. He remembers having it with his mother, who since then had passed away. And he was very excited to receive that matzah, wanted the details of when to eat it and how to eat it and so on. And it was a very beautiful um, time spent together. We took a picture together, him and his tefillin holding his matzah, and we left him beaming at that rest area. And it became apparent that that's who the matzah was for. And to me, this story is an, a beautiful story, an inspirational story, with a number of points, and I'll focus quickly on two. One point is that when we make the resolution that we want to help someone else, Hashem will help us fulfill that resolution. Many times in ways that we wouldn't even imagine how, but as long as we resolve that we want to do something for another person, we want to help another Yid with their mitzvahs and with their Yiddishkeit, the opportunity will be there. And especially as Hasidim, this is something that the Rebbe encouraged so much to always think about what can I do and how can I help another person as well to share my Yiddishkeit with them. And that's one very beautiful side of the story. From the other perspective, from the perspective of the recipient of the matzah, I want to reflect on one more message. And that is... Many times we might feel forlorn, we might feel lost, we might feel in the need of help. We have to remember that we're not forgotten, that we have a Father in Heaven who will orchestrate things to help us out. And He might send a shliach, might send a, an emissary in all different types of forms, and that might be from hundreds of miles away, and it might be a, a child, a teenager, um, as in this story, where you have here this person who's sorely lacking and missing. And here we have a high school student uh, many hundreds of miles away that's receiving a matzah, unbeknownst to the student, a matzah that's earmarked specifically for this person. And we have to know that we're never forgotten, we're never lost, and Hashem is looking out for us and will arrange through the most amazing ways for us to receive whatever we need from Him. Anyways, have a wonderful Shabbos, wonderful preparations for Pesach. Everyone, is this uh, this week is a big week, the week before Pesach, the week also of Yud Aleph Nissan, which is the Rebbe's birthday, and Amir Sashem will talk about that after Shabbos. Have a wonderful Shabbos.